This morning we established ourselves in pure intention and we spent some time stilling the mind together, meditating and observing how much we might be caught in our habits, in our attachments to our worldly life, in our perceptions about ourselves and how difficult it is to really become peaceful, grow peaceful, and be able to bear witness to the present moment. We also spend some time breathing to rest on the breath and being present for our life, moment by moment, and trying to review our lives finding areas where we feel there might be need for reconciliation and forgiveness, practicing with remorse or skillful understanding of areas where we have caused harm to ourselves or others, not with blame or guilt, but just with recognition and responsibility. And we committed ourselves to avoiding that kind of behavior for the remainder of our lives. So we've practiced with stillness, we've practiced some forgiveness, and we've come into this beautiful church this afternoon to practice dying. This is an experiment with letting go of the body itself and with our existence as we know it, then we will attempt to do that together today. Appropriately, we have come to church to die. This is a very symbolic place, even though we might think this is not the place that we would come to, to pray or to worship or to make sacred. It's a sacred space because people come here with the purity in their hearts and their best of intentions to raise and uplift themselves from the dross, from the material, from the attachments and unhappiness of their lives, to lift up their hearts to God or to Christ, to that which they believe will help them, will redeem them from their suffering. And in fact, we are doing the same thing, but we're using different terms, different conventions, and different points of reference. And the process by which we do it is not through some external force that will come along and take us out of our misery, but from our own wisdom and our own taking responsibility and making sacred within our own hearts and minds. And one way that we do this is by understanding death not only understanding it conceptually, but practicing it every day. There are different kinds of death. The death that we will, all of us, have to experience at one time is the death of the body, the death of this consciousness, the death of this life, separation from what we love. And most of us are unwilling to do this until it's forced upon us by nature.
as we get older, we begin to see that more and more people seem to be dying. They've been dying all along, it's just that we weren't aware of it. That's why awareness is so important. And that's why, as seekers on the path of wisdom, we practice awareness as much as we can, moment by moment, day by day, in our lives. And awareness is all-inclusive. Pure awareness begins by rehearsing the real death, or what we think is the real death, with small deaths every single day. The best death that we can die is the death to the ego, shattering the ego. In psychological terms, the ego is propped up, fattened, flattered, dressed up, and made much of throughout our lives. But then in Dhamma practice, the ego is methodically starved to death. And this is for a good reason, because that's our imprisonment, and that's where our fear is embedded. And that's what prevents us from being able to die before we die. Now, I'm using the word death in many ways here, I realize, but I think you'll understand just by listening and giving yourselves to the possibility that we can be redeemed from the pain of death in the sense of having to let go of what we love by realizing that what we love is not where we will find true love or true happiness. And the love of truth is what will redeem us. Our ability to be present for, bear witness to, and understand the truth within us will redeem us will save us from the suffering that we so fear. This means death of the ego. It means death of unskillfulness. It means the death of clinging. It means the death of wanting. It means the death of fear and anger. It means letting go of all these things. When we begin to practice with wholesomeness, and let go unwholesomeness in our lives, we become more and more alive. Actually, most of us have lived quite a long time as dead people. We've been living on automatic. We've been rushing and running and racing and grasping and pushing away. We've been filled with the three poisons which constantly have numbed us to this truth within us, the poisons of greed, hatred, confusion, or delusion about this truth. So today we sit here together in this sacred space, and we will take on this great sacrifice of that which we love, and that which has been a worthy vehicle for us, but because of our fear of something happening to it, it still keeps us locked in fear and keeps us in this posture of constantly reaching for what will comfort the body and preventing what will 
give pain to the body from coming near us. And those two activities also harness us to the past and the future. We're locked in patterns of constantly racing after possible future enjoyment and falling back into despair or grief about things that happened in the past. Wishing, regretting or remembering and feeling sorry that we're not young anymore, that we're not healthy anymore. Or maybe remembering with a lot of joy and missing the people that are gone, the experiences that we had, feeling like something is wrong with life as it is. And so whatever is happening for us now, we are dead to. And as long as we're dead to the present moment, we are dead. So therefore, it's worth practicing the death of what we think makes us feel alive in order to see how that act of renunciation can bring us to a greater emptiness and a greater ability to let go of our fear once and for all. All of us will have to face this death eventually. There's nothing wrong with it. It's nature. It is also a moment which may be the doorway, the gateway, to our liberation. At one time, the Buddha gave this kind of teaching, also on the heels of a teaching about the ugliness, the foulness of the body, how contemptible this body is. It's full of unpleasant, corrupt things. It is bound for corruption, bound for death. If you contemplate the 32 parts of the body, there's not much beauty that comes to mind when you think about livers and intestines and blood and tissues and feces and things like that. If you think, what is this body made of, then it's not much that one would feel automatic attachment to. When two people fall in love, they don't say, oh, I love your liver. But we, we do, we get seduced and tantalized by physical things. The appearances, the appearance, the person seems to be that composite of physical attributes, legs and arms and other bits dangling in certain ways. We fantasize that this will be my happiness possessing this, or continuing to doctor up the body as it gets more and more bent, misshapen, pimply, gray, wrinkled, and all the rest of it, trying to keep stretching it back into a nice proportion, a youthful-looking image. Think about how many minutes we spend in front of a mirror every day, looking at that face and trying to make it into something that fits a standard of beauty in order for, for what? While inside we are crying, inside we're miserable. Inside of us, we're carrying around a lot of putrid things, never mind emotions that are fermenting with the poisons of grief, sorrow, pain, despair, regret, blame, embarrassment, shame, 
resentment, hatred. So these are the things that we want to die to. Our illusions, the false promises of samsara, to our pain and our false happiness, to our unwholesome habits in the mind. We want to die to all of these and let them go. But in so doing, it is very useful to practice this kind of death. A death if the body is no longer, but consciousness remains full, aware, pure, purified, verified, and awake in the present moment. That is a real life. That is, in fact, a kind of resurrection. So let's see if we can die and be resurrected here in this church today. Let us climb on the cross of our illusions and tear them down once and for all. And then rise towards that which will give us true life, true understanding, true wisdom. If your heart is palpitating now, then just feel that. We're not going to do anything today that will cause us any harm at all. This is a very safe thing to do. So please trust this situation as much as you can. Give yourself fully to it. The care that we've taken to prepare the conditions for today are a bit like the care we would take if we were to prepare for our own funeral. Want to have nice flowers, and I don't know if you would be well fed. <laughs> it, it wouldn't matter so much, but you would invite your best friends, wise witnesses, and everybody would be sitting up straight and looking bright-eyed, very alert, and there would be an atmosphere of silence and respect. And everybody would be fully giving themselves to the situation with all of their hearts. So today also, let's really surrender ourselves to the possibility that we can let go. We can learn here an exercise, experiment with a way of letting go that we can then practice from time to time in our lives whenever we get into a situation of feeling stuck, whenever we might be sulking, we start to feel a lot of self-pity, we get caught up in all the bad things that are happening to us and think that they're insurmountable. And we forget to practice contentment, gratitude for the blessings of our lives, we forget to trust in what can be trusted. We forget to bring our attention to the present moment and breathe and be as simply as we can with whatever is arising in our hearts. Feel compassion and forgiveness and let go to surmount those negative forces that are rising within us. We are our own redeemers. 
and we can redeem ourselves moment by moment. If we can do it for one moment, that's all we need. All we need in one moment is one breath. Two breaths, an in-breath and an out-breath. Just like in life, all we need to give us the faith to keep going is the ground under our feet, the little square of earth upon which we're standing or sitting. We don't need more to keep going. If we have faith in that moment, the next moment truly, completely rises up to protect us and support us. So, we don't need our glasses. We have entered the temple. We have presented ourselves at the gate. Our minds are more still. Our hearts are open. And we breathe readily, naturally, and rhythmically. We feel the body sitting. We open the heart with gratitude for the gifts of this body. We acknowledge all that has transpired in our lives. We let it go. We visualize one by one those persons who are dear to us. We dedicate this time with blessings and appreciation to each one of them and we prepare ourselves to journey into what is unknown. Breathing simply and naturally. Resting in the breath. Whatever sound Whatever fragrance comes to mind, breathing in, breathing out, we acknowledge and let it go. And we visualize ourselves lying down Visualize your body lying down on your back, holding your arms on your chest, and resting fully in the present moment. Visualize this body very still. Visualize the world 
circling around you and you are lying in the silence of the temple in front of the shrine. And your life recedes away from you, breath by breath. All your loved ones, one by one, we let them go. Feel your toes, feel the energy rising up your legs, through the pelvic area, across your abdomen, your belly, your chest, up to your neck and around your head. Feel the sense of your entire body with the knowledge that there are only a few breaths left in this body. Bringing up a sense of gratitude for this life. Feel any tension in the heart. especially in the heart. Is there anything that we're still holding? And gently let it go, breathing into it deeply. Feel the hardness of the surface upon which we are lying in this visualization. Let the body sink into that space and float upon the breath itself. Feel the earth element within the body the bones, the tendons, the muscles, the skin and tissues. Feel their weight sagging and sinking into the surface that we are lying on. Feel the earth element in the bones, tissues, tendons, skin, teeth, dissolving, crumbling from within.
unable to hold their shape any longer, the body itself beginning to sag and droop and wilt like a rose on the stem. No less beautiful for its falling. So natural, so tender. Breathe naturally with awareness and compassion for opening to this course of nature at this moment. Letting go the earth element within us. And as the earth element begins to dissolve, it fails to support the water element. Our saliva and blood and urine running, leaking, spilling out, not held in the blood vessels. And the lips become dry, the skin drying out, the oil of the joints drying out. The wetness in our eyes drying out, they too begin to sink. There is a greater fading of the body, and our attention is fully in it. The world feels far away. And we realize there is nothing to fear, only to be with this process of dissolution, to be mindful of dying. To let go moment by moment into nature to observe and bear witness. Notice the pool of bodily fluids gathering in the abdomen, in the abdominal cavity. 
Notice any pressure in the body as the water element dries, swells, dissolves. Like the arising and falling of the breath, We observe the dissolution of the elements. Notice the beating in the heart, perhaps faint, perhaps rumbling, struggling, or still strong. And we are fully present. Our loved ones may be gathering around us, but we have let them go. We dive into the ocean of our experience. We are dissolution itself. Fearless, undaunted, present. Bearing witness, courageous, committed, concentrating as the body takes its course towards stillness and the mind is poised, balanced, prepared to let go completely. Now observe the fire element dissolving, the heat in the body evaporating, escaping, disappearing. First the extremities become cold, they cool and contract as the water element dissolves. The fire element too begins its dissolution. Now the arms and legs are nearly numb, cold, The lips, too, becoming cold. Now the cheeks, just around the heart area, there is still the heat of the life force circling, burning faintly like the wick on a small candle. 
nearly spent. And we bring all our mindfulness to it with great compassion and care, with tireless attention and one-pointedness. We notice, we see the elements clearly dissolving one into the other. no longer separately defined, no longer holding shape or form. Some people come late to our funeral, but we are undisturbed. Our attention is riveted to dying, to knowing what is this death. Dissolving energy, awareness, timelessness, Feel from the inside, feel the residue of breath, feel the healing of all the trembling of our lives, of all the pains that we have known as we let go into the dissolution of elements. Feel the sense of separation from the loved that knows there is no real separation. There is dissolution but there is awareness. And all that we have cherished that has fooled us disappears in the face of truth in which all that we love, that we truly love, is known is one, is present. Dissolution, energy, awareness, timelessness and truth that bring us to healing. The world continues to whirl around us, but we are silent at last. 
the only element left to dissolve, the air element. And the mind element is the mystery. Observe the body very still, very silent. A whisper of the breath. We feel the coolness of the fire element. We feel the fluidity of the water element. We feel the hardness of the earth element. We feel them merging into silence and dissipation. We feel the life force evaporating and the air element beginning its journey back to the air element, back to the wind, back to the universe. And what is left, consciousness and hearing, we are still able to hear. We listen. The world does not stop, but we have stopped. In that listening, in that last moment of listening, of hearing consciousness, we hear the sound of silence. It is complete. It is within us. We are held. We are whole. We are awake. The body remains completely still and all the elements dying into the silence. No thought, no movement in consciousness at all. Absolute one-pointedness. On the last breath, the last bit of the element, the air element. Breathing into the universe. A soft whisper of a breath. Our consciousness no longer even able to hold the image of the body is completely in harmony with the breathing. 
We are so harmless in this moment, so silent, so natural. so ready to witness to our freedom as we understand and come near to truth, the truth of pure presence, vast, spacious, immeasurable, indestructible, sublime, luminous, and wise. The energy that runs through all things and knows all things for what they are. We are nearly ready to let go of the air element itself. We dive into the breath. We die to breathing itself. We are completely still and silent. Conscious. The mind element ready to receive the first moment of consciousness after death of the body. The world is very far away and we are complete. There is no me, no mine, no one to prop up. Pure awareness shattering the ego. We die before we die. 